I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. For fuck. Every step of the way, you have me, Jacob Stolworthy, and me, Jack Shepard. We're here today because we have watched Lost <laughs> Season 6, Episode 3, which is called What Kate Does, which is obviously What'd a play she do, Jacob? on Season 2, Episode 9's title, What Kate Did. But What'd here we do, find Jacob? out what... <laughs> I mean, if there's any question, Jack, that's going to put Jack off an episode immediately before he watches it, I think it is What Kate Does. Oh, no, it's not a question, is it? What okay. did she do? Statements, then. Yeah. Anyway, with that in mind, Jack, what did you think of this one? I saw Kate do many things. Did I you enjoy her... any of them? I... No. <laughs> <laughs> they were fine. Oh. It was fine. Yeah, no, sure. Sure, yeah. This okay. episode stood no chance um, with you, I fear. But the, 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 the thing I'll admit is this is a pretty weak episode of Lost. All right. I'm glad you said that, Jacob, because I agree. It's a pretty weak episode of Lost. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. It's almost I, like it, I, it, it's it's definitely worse than Stranger in a Strange Land, I think. That's the one, you know, about Jack's tattoos everyone goes on Jack's, about, like yeah, the, yeah. The, the archetypal bad episode, which I don't think is as bad as this. No, I I think... I think, like, I mean, they kind of hold weird similarities in a way because that episode was very much like Jack kind of doing something inconsequential to the plot with some random character. And I, I know Claire's not a random character, but <laughs> the stuff Kate's doing with her, like, it doesn't feel like there's any consequence for the overall plot because it's like in a weird sideways flash thing that we have no idea how it links in with anything or whether it will affect anything at this stage i know i, I know it will but at the same time you don't know how you um, are saying that because you mentioned this when we were watching it and i got a bit angry with you <laughs> <laughs> you are you are covering it now because you know people are going to listen and they're going to be shouting in the streets or wherever they're listening to this in the bath on a flight, they're going to shout out, going Jack, and like I this did, this will affect the plot, Jack. <laughs> it will give it time. Reverberations around the world. It can be felt. <laughs> you sparking the wrath of all these angry Lost fans. Um, you you might not go nowhere. Actually, who knows? Right. Hey. Okay, okay. If it goes nowhere, then <laughs> the point stands even more. Oh, I'm like, joking. Like, I'm playing. What's going on here? Like, okay, but it's just Kate. What's she doing? She's being. Yeah. She's just being an ass. And it's I think, like I think the best the best way that I will agree with you, and that I'll say that is similar to Stranger in a Strange Land, which I actually think is has a lot more going for it than this episode. But it does feel like it's almost it doesn't exist within the world of Lost. Like it, the island stuff feels so distant and separated from all of the other island stuff in other episodes okay that's interesting that's how it feels for me it feels like this isn't the jungle we have been watching this isn't the place where they've been this isn't you know so your problem is not so much yeah go on your problem is not so much the sideways stuff but the actual island stuff mate i have zero problems with sideways stuff i i never did 
which is baffling to me how a lot of people were were myth about it and with you evidence still are i think i i always kind of had faith that it would kind of go it would go somewhere and um damon and carlton even said this in a podcast released around this episode just like trust that it will go somewhere you just have to have faith and i'm all about that i'm all about that i wrote a piece actually it's about station 11 this new tv show which i don't know if you've seen but it was on hbo i've heard it's very good though it's really good but like first two episodes i i can imagine people watching it going what is this it is baloney it's so like it's got all these disparate things it's gonna go nowhere and then even i was watching it like okay i like it but i'm not really sure oh oh shit okay yeah oh god yeah this oh my god oh my god and I felt like Station Eleven had very lot of similarities to season six of Lost, the Flash Sideways stuff. Because I think you have the more you watch it, the more reward you get from it. Okay. Right. But we'll, we'll we'll delve into the sideways stuff um uh later. What we should start with is the island stuff. Um which uh is for me the 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 the, the problem of the episode. But you know, I'm gonna say it's still a bad lots episode, it's still a good episode of TV. For other okay, so people. the because yeah. the, the island stuff here is like it's a bit. I mean, it's very contained to where to 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 the temple, isn't it? We do, but we also have Kate going off on her volition of her own, don't we? Um, to go after yeah, Sawyer, she meets like crazy Claire, but yeah. like, but the, the, I mean, well, she, the bulk she of it though, yeah, the bulk of it feels like it's like in the temple with Jack, kind of like he gets given the poison. Yeah, yeah. So before all of that, we've got to deal with Saeed coming back to life, right? And, you know, Naveen Andrews is doing his. I mean, (laughs) the way they're all talking to him is almost like, I don't know, they just need to bring the guy some flipping ibuprofen or something. (laughs) (laughs) They're all just like talking to him, like, dude, you died. He's just there looking so worse aware, obviously feeling like shit. And. They just need to bring him like dialerite or ibuprofen just to get him through the next few hours. But no, it never <laughs> happens. Never, never happens. Um, but what happens in the middle of all this is Sawyer doesn't really give a, give a damn. And he just makes it very clear that these people aren't his friends. And what I find really interesting about this, and I think it's important for Sawyer's storyline this. I don't think this is a bad episode for Sawyer. In fact, I think Josh Holloway does some really good acting in this episode. He's pushed in ways that he's not been in the show before. So I do like this this episode does have that going for it. And it kind of starts with Sawyer with Josh Holloway just like having to kind of rep this thing of the you know, miles aside perhaps and and Jin aside perhaps, because they've lived together for the past three years. But the others, you know, he had a life away from them and they aren't his friends anymore and they're not his problem. And he's gonna just leave and he's not bothered about whatever's out beyond the walls of the temple that could endanger him. You know, he's lost the love of his life and he's going to leave. Um, and I think that's good for Sawyer. He needs to kind of get out and do his thing. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm glad they, they, they're kind of carrying on the weight of um, Sawyer and Juliet and that kind of, cause it does feel like a very powerful, big relationship that it will have lasting impact on him. And it's like, it's, it's good to see it played out. I mean, Josh Holloway is very, very good in it. Yeah. Um, and you know, the fact that you know you kind of see a bit in Kate where she's like, "Oh, we could have had a chance together." Still. Yeah. 
I mean, that's the thing with Kate. This, this is where get, this is Kate's storyline is very problematic. This not problematic in a, in a in its wrong way, but in a, a way it makes makes you just a bit annoyed with her. And Kate always grapples with that with a lot of fans, but you especially, I think. Um, and this episode does her no favors. But when Sawyer leaves, he says, "Don't." He essentially says, "Don't come after me." You just know for a fact that Kate is going to go after him, right? Yeah, you just know that. Especially because the episode is prefaced with what Kate does, you know, there's probably going to be a, a very a lot of Kate in this. Um, but it just doesn't ever really get less annoying. <laughs> Kate <laughs> just going against the wishes of everyone. And I know she's worried about him, first and foremost, I think, which is nice. She obviously cares about him still. Um, but it is annoying. It's almost like a gauntlet when he says, I'm running, don't come after me. She's like, ha. I'm programmed to do the opposite, and it is just a bit frustrating. But it just feels like, I don't know, there's something odd about Kate and the way she, you you know, she's like, I feel like she's getting her nose in, and uh, she admits like, oh, I shouldn't have come on the boat with you and Juliet and stuff later. Yeah. And it's just like, well, yeah, you were annoying then as well. And it's like this is not helping the situation. That she, and, we we as well, like as viewers, were going on about. Like we essentially said that, and it does feel like almost the, the, like the script is going. You all probably think this, and we're go- we're gonna let you know. Kate thinks it too. That if she didn't, you know, mm. get on the boat, Sawyer Juliet would have gone off and lived. You know, you hope a very nice life, um, an exciting life. Just like getting to see, like you know, like Springsteen in the flipping, in his heyday. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so she says it, and it's almost it's almost um, it's almost admirable that she draws attention to that. I think. I, I guess just reminds you how annoying she is. <laughs> no, I mean, it's that as well. It's that as well. Um, I think part of me is also. I mean, I would say that like Josh Holloway's doing doing some like big emotions. He scene. really is. It, it's almost, it's almost, it's, it's painful to watch, but it's almost awkward to watch as well. It's like you, we kind of want Sawyer to go about this by himself. We don't really feel like we should be privy to it because he's really, yeah. really, yeah, feeling it, going through the motions. But he's got like, and but he's he's also like, because he's on one emotional scale, Kate's on like another, yeah. where you just kind of want. This is why what I think makes it like quite so annoying because <laughs> you are just like look this guy's like crying like give him like a hug or something and be like look i never should have done this but like with a real emotional weight rather than just like <laughs> oh man if i hadn't come on that boat you would be so happy right now sawyer yeah. my god you would okay. be having but then sawyer what sawyer does is he turns around he says, it's not on you it's on me because i was the one who sat right here on this jetty convinced juliet to stay with me and he did do that and uh, you know i think he said give me uh, give me a week or whatever but then a week turned into three years and they've stayed and he blames himself for it he doesn't blame kate blames himself which is very mature um but it's this he kind of walks away and kate starts crying like bursting into tears and i'm always i always wonder like what do you think about that do you think she's crying because she feels sad for him about him going through this or sad because she just kind of wishes he was talking about her in this way yeah well that's that was kind of how i felt the latter i don't know there's something played about the scene that makes you kind of feel that way i'm like don't it's his moment to cry not yours (laughs) i feel awful you can't manage people crying but like that's you know it's gonna be honest the man cry 
I mean, it was like it's fun. It's interesting to see, like, um, I guess a male character have such strong emotional feelings. And a male character like him, especially yeah. him. Yeah, the like kind of classically like Western hero. And by that, I mean like cowboy kind of yeah, hero. Yeah, yeah, um, the archetypal kind of man who hides his emotions. Yeah, exactly. Hides behind a joke or a nickname, as he does. Yeah. and cries. And we're so used to seeing bloody Jack and Locke cry. Yeah, <laughs> in this show, it's just it's just nice to see uh, <laughs> spread the emotion, you know. But it feels like I think unlike when I know like Locke and Jack are obviously emotional characters, but it feels like this is like a a very deep tragedy for him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think again, I don't want to just hate on Kate because it's not all hate, but there is part of when she like cries and that 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 feeling of like oh like you know, it could have been me and him. <laughs> There's somehow, it just somehow comes across that way. And like, it just feels a bit like, I don't know, teenage drama kind of thing. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't need, I don't know. Like, I hope, I hope we don't end up with like another, we, well, we won't, we won't end up with another love triangle. Mm. I, I feel like the, the line in the sand has been drawn. We Is know. It- it's it's I agree with you. It's it's like um Sawyer's there, she finds him at the barracks, which I love the barracks the location, but she finds him there in his what was his house. Um she asked him, she's like, Was that your house of Juliet? And he's like, yeah. You're like, what the one where you're rummaging through the floorboards to find f- photos of you? Like, yeah, no, that's not the house. What? <laughs> you were you were like, No shit, mate. Made me laugh. But like Sawyer's working on a completely level. Like he it's almost like his maturity is just like far exceeded Kate's in these three years being of Juliet, you know, whereas Kate's I mean, been kind of treading water. But she she's there and she's saying, I should never have followed you and all this. And so he's like, give a shit. I'm here trying to <laughs> just get over the the loss of the love of my life. Well, so she's kind of creepy, like kind of coming up to the door in that scene, isn't she? Because she's like kind of just watching him from afar yeah. silently. And you're just like, Kate, what are you doing? I'd like just to think like... that it is it is just to make sure he's okay and she wants to check on him and she's worried about him. I do like, I would like to think that. Yeah, but it's also kind of creepy still. Like, <laughs> just to not announce yourself and like, I don't know. I feel like I would never be in the position, like if I was like, like if I was worried about you, Jacob. And, oh, and as you, was, I'm sure you have been in the past. Uh, what is there to worry about you? You're a man about the town, man of sunshine, a man of man, a man of, of faith, man of That's faith in me lost. And you, just... the, the man of science, man of faith. It's man of sunshine, man of rain clouds. I don't know. <laughs> You're like the pessimist, and I'll be optimist. <laughs> I don't want to be rain clouds. <laughs> You're um, rain clouds. <laughs> I mean. Uh, it's just I I anyway I wouldn't I would I'm probably joking. be like Jacob, are you okay? Or like I wouldn't just I don't think I would watch you, or <laughs> nice. I'd be like, you know, Re- I'd like reassuring. Go, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Jacob, it's just, are you okay? <laughs> Jacob, are you okay? Oh, it's the main of man of rain clouds. Just what I need. <laughs> I'm really emotional. Okay. Okay, Bye. Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> As you retreat Homer style into the bushes. Yeah. Jesus. 
No, I, I know. She is she is a bit creepy, and it's like he throws a gun on. He like puts a gun on her at the end, which of course he's gonna, you know, he's gonna do. But yeah, she's just watching his really. We've spent too much time on this, but she's watching his um, like really kind of like naked emotion. He doesn't think anyone's watching. She's almost betraying his, betraying someone's trust when you do that a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, but this is what I mean. It feels like quite voyeuristic, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, did you just say voyeuristic? Yeah, we said so time. Look at us. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Big words. Big, Big word we're run. using. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, also, when Josh Holiday throws the ring into the uh, the engagement, he's going to marry her. He's going to ask her to marry him, he said. Um, and he throws it into the water. I don't know why. It's, I get flashbacks to Desmond doing the same thing after the whole when it doesn't work a penny in the flashes before your eyes. We're turning. Engagement rings in this show <laughs> end up with a watery end. Charlie Pace style, you know? That's a lot of money to be thrown away. Don't go throwing the bloody rings in the... Anyway. I made her stay on this island because I didn't want to be alone. You understand that, right? But I think some of us are meant to be alone. It's gonna ask her to marry me. Meanwhile, before before that, we've kind of jumped ahead, but I think it's good to go in. But before that, Kate leaves and um the uh to track Sawyer and they send some two others, the others and two others with her. One of them is Rob. Rob McElhenney. Rob yeah. Uh, now, do you remember him being in it before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. him being in the episode where they like had the weird rooms where they were like exactly. trying to brainwash people. So he's now he's now called Oldo, and in that sh- in that episode, he's reading um a brief history of space and time, Stephen Hawking. Um, and he's guarding the room and saw um Sawyer and Kate are together and she uh she's gonna shoot him in the knee, basically. There's a thing she beats she basically beats him, beats on him and and overcomes him. And he's over these three years built this like really big resentment about Kate. This is you. No wonder you love him. <laughs> you love Robert Carney. <laughs> not because he's in is so is sunny or he's in other shows that you like him in. It's because his character doesn't like Kate in love. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he, she has no idea who he is and at one point he's even like don't you remember you know and it's quite it's quite funny if unnecessary dynamic to see played out on screen yeah yeah i mean he is extremely annoying as well oh he's super annoying he's mr Mo- he's like dr arts other style <laughs> you know <laughs> the other's incarnation of arts or froger froger yeah yeah um what I like, though, you get a few little tidbits of info about the others. Firstly, he's scared. Of, he's really scared of the black smoke monster. <laughs> he's yeah. fucking scared of that of that thing. Um, and also, he they hint that they know about the flight, the Ijira Airways flight. There's a bit of a moment, and the other one says, "Hey, stop!" You know, it's one of them. Is that that the comment where he's like, "Yeah." I know it's well. You know when Jin, he's asking, "Did you see another 
plane coming because he wants to know about sun it's kind of hinted that there's they know about something else but then the other one's like Shh, stop it in classic yeah, style he, yeah but doesn't he say like oh you can't like kill her or him because they're like one of them or something like that they're like well that i mean that could be something else entirely yeah no that's what i mean i, yeah. I feel like that was like making them out point. to be special yeah well because they were on the list that we saw last week the old oh yeah that dogan red so um yeah, and they talk about Russo's traps and then they're like, can't be her because she's been dead for years when you went, Russo died when? And I put my head to my hand. I remember Russo dying. I've called you out, haven't I? I've called you out. Listen, I just <laughs> say things. Listeners know I just say things. I'm like, <laughs> I'm setting them on you. Go, Tim. <laughs> You loved Rousseau. Who? Shut up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it leaves you to wonder, who's setting those traps? I mean, did you even wonder that? I mean, I kind of thought, like, maybe it was an old Rousseau trap. Just yeah, it's one that's like, out, yeah, that just happened to not. Yeah, fair enough. Or maybe the others just have random traps out. I don't know. They're all a bit weird. I mean, I guess it's Claire. She's... Well, yes. Yes. I think that's the, <laughs> the, 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 the thing. She's like the new crazy Russo. Even though Russo had, what, 13 years on her. Come on. Yeah, well, this means we get more of the Raven. So, <laughs> The Raven. That's what we've been screaming out for. Um one it's what the fans want <laughs> said no one ever i oh. i'm joking it's just i do it for it's you know the one thing i do want to say about kate which annoys me more than anything in this episode is how little she seems to care about Jin's plight and wanting to be reunited with son now if anyone's got any reason or any impetus to do anything it's Jin to find his bloody wife. Not I don't Kate think, to find some old flame. I don't think Kate understands, like, emotions, <laughs> you know? I think there's just, like, she doesn't, like, properly understand them. Like, she saw Sawyer crying, ah, oh, I should cry. Um, yeah. You know, ah, oh, Jin's lost, like, the love of his life, but now, like, has a chance of reconnecting with her. Yeah. Yeah, nah, don't care. I want to go meet Sawyer because you know I could I could I could get in there now and make Jack jealous. Because it's Kate. me. That's yeah. It's always remind. It reminds me of that time when they're like, "Son wants gin," and they're on the freighter and it's about to blow up. And they're just pulling, uh, you know, son away, and Jin's still in there. They don't really seem to give a shit. I, I honestly think Kate is really rude about Jin. All I'm saying is, I think she remembers the early days of Jin and thinks, bastard. Uh, you're probably, you may be not wrong. But also, I mean, we don't like Kate. So I, I could say we collectively both don't like her now. Oh, as... Come on. I like Kate. I don't well, like this episode. <laughs> Look how defensive you are. I like her. Look, I like it's her. rare for me to admit I don't like an episode. And there's probably only two I say officially I don't like, and this is one of them. And you also, were so relieved to hear that. 
Wait, which was the other one that you officially don't like? I don't really like Fire and Water in season two because I don't like how they write Locke in it. I don't like how he beats up Charlie. I just don't buy it in front of everyone. I don't, I just Mm. don't buy it. I don't buy it. And you don't, you don't buy this one. Have we even got on to like the bit you really don't like about this episode? To be honest, we're on it now. I don't really like all of this stuff. Okay. Okay. But, but there's more, there's more. Um, I know this, I mean, this stuff doesn't. Uh, it was fine. It's just a bit like superfluous. Doesn't I don't know. It doesn't really do anything for me. You know, I want to see. Also, the attention really is not on Jin. You know, we no. are not. We are not getting much Jin time. And I mean, for, I would. You know, the thing for me at the time watching it was I just want to sign a Jin together. Like, really, that would really be a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be, that's like a compelling storyline. That's like, that's yeah. like a really good motivation to like leave everyone behind and like go find your woman mm. and be like, you know, this is, you know, like love, like love, love. That would be good. And instead we're like, oh, actually we're going to go follow Kate as she chases Sawyer around. It's good to get this out of the way though. Cause if, you know, going by the whole, what's it called it? Season one parallels of them land, of them crashing and then landing. Um, and season one, you know, in terms of whose episode it is centric in flashbacks in season one, it is Kate's turn now, which would suggest that next week's is, would you remember? Um, Lock? Correct. Um, <laughs> Look at, look at this guy, this look fucking guy. Him. It's. I'm actually don't think that was as impressive as you think it was. I think you should know that. Oh, I don't. I no, I'm joking. Was, I'll give you the win. I, I am gonna have like, I'm like patting myself on the back You're right now. Out that on that was one, like I can tell. best thing I've done in a long time. Ooh, uh, I don't yeah. remember how Rousseau died, but remembers number four episode. All right, what's uh, five then? Uh, Charlie. Incorrect. I didn't think about it, did I? I just, I just said a name. name out there. I just blurred it out there. Um, was it Charlie Sawyer? Sevens. It's not Sawyer, no. Ah, oh, come on. Eight. It's Jack, followed by Sun and Jin. Jack again. Followed by Charlie, followed by Sawyer, followed by Saeed, followed by what? Claire. Nerd. Um, <laughs> Nerd alert. <laughs> so, you bloody threw me off. My, oh, no. There's a fun number watch here, and it involves Mac... He returns to the show after a 48 episode absence. Ooh. <laughs> he has a goodie. I like that one. That is a good one. It's time Just for. Bef- before before oh. we go into number watch, going to delay you. on the music? I'm going to delay you. I just, I just want to know, you know, the, the bit I said earlier about the room with the like programming. Yes. The others. And not in Portland. Yep. Is, I feel like that was like setting up a thing. Yeah. Do we get anything on that? Any well, we, got the, we got the Room 23 Mobisode with Walt. He was in there. The Mobisode with him? You no, know, like oh, the many episodes of things. and it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Like, but we still don't know why, do we? They were just like brainwashing people. They just like, it's kind of like a tactic of... It's obviously some Dharma stuff, wasn't it? God loves you as he loved Jacob. It's just a link. Look, we're not going to see that film, that video be recorded. There's not going to be just, anyone going, hey, I re- I've stitched together some images and I reckon if we play it really fast, we could like brainwash people or, or blah, blah, blah. We're not going to get that. Yeah, but like, okay. 
But they try, so they were they were trying to brainwash people to be others. So this is how they got Cindy. Uh, uh, is what we're saying. Pardon? This is how they got Cindy. No, I don't think they were brainwashing people to be others. I think they were just like putting them in there as like a means. They put Carl in there when it's like a punishment. It was like a means of punishment, a really weird means of punishment. Wait, but you okay? Maybe I'm misremembering this then because you just said it's a Dharma video. Well, it it seems it's got because it's got clips of the Degroots in it who are in the Dharma videos. But then, like these are the others though. So yeah, why are they Dharma, using Dharma? Dharma probably put it together for some reason. And then the others probably thought, this is weird. Wouldn't it be good if we could lock people in a room and, and take their eyes open and make them watch it? This is a lot of headcanon you've developed. No, I think that's legit. <laughs> <laughs> I say it, just, it and I don't believe it. it. It's just a very odd, very specific thing for them to, to like do and have in an episode and even have a Mobisode about and then be room like... 23. But there's like, why are they... Why are they doing this to Pete why are they brainwashing people unless so this is now what I'm thinking is that because obviously Cindy was like you know she was like they they got her on the side of the others I'm imagining that they would have gone like maybe there would have been a bit of resistance and they were like no we need to brainwash her I don't I can't imagine anyone would watch that video and think yeah I'm gonna be another now yeah but it's like hypnosis isn't it it's like you know like subliminal messaging with like Oh, you love Jacob, don't you? You love him. <laughs> like, you know, this is how you got Saf. We know. We, we, <laughs> we locked her in room 23. <laughs> the wedding speech. It was really fun for another Saf. After she came out of room 23, it was all happy days. <laughs> <laughs> it was happy days for all. <laughs> and she's like, room 20, what? What's room 23? <laughs> <laughs> and you're yeah, just you putting just like, your head down <laughs> you just flash her like a little, little symbol or something and she, yeah. she's just like I love you Jacob <laughs> <laughs> and you're back uh, in the room <laughs> Jesus can we have the number watch music now please yeah number watch just uh... <laughs> number watch so uh, Dogan, our boy, is seen spinning. This is a funny one. He's seen spinning a baseball on his desk. You know about that baseball. You kept yeah. asking questions about it. A baseball has 108 double stitches. <laughs> 108 is obviously <laughs> numbers all added together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very good. Uh, the numbers in the license plate of the taxi and the flash sideways begins and ends in four. Oh, there's symmetry going on with the... And all the numbers in there add up to 23 as well actually quite good quite actually what Kate does has some good number watches yeah the, I mean they're <laughs> not reaches at all they're, they're, they're <laughs> solid I like I, I like all of those I just I love like... that someone has watched it and gone ha huh. they even know how many stitches a baseball has or they've gone I wonder how many stitches I wonder if it's a number and listen this was a this was a very big show it wouldn't surprise me if a baseball maker watched this and was like you know they, they're they so used to doing 108 stitches every day the moment they saw it they were just like maybe they were thinking like man like, this baseball I am living in an episode of Lost right now and then when the baseball honest, 
the baseball's inclusion it, it is that there is a backstory to the baseball that is like quite <laughs> it's not my favorite part of the season i'll just say that <laughs> um, there's a backstory to the baseball it doesn't get its own episode i'll give i'll say that <laughs> <laughs> just like a camera on the baseball an episode like along. The, yeah an episode from the baseball's point of view it's like thrown out a baseball bat. It's like cameras like with it. <laughs> cameras. POV of the baseball. I just find found this stuff a bit annoying where it was just like that kind of like, ooh, we're gonna end every scene by not quite telling you what's going on. And everyone's Yeah, that, just there's being... definitely some like if I was there, I'd be like like literally everyone. Like I would do what Sawyer done, to be honest. I'd be like, you're all really annoying. <laughs> no one's to- no one's talking. Um, interestingly, though, like what I like about this sort of Saeed thing is that um, Jack has seen a medical, uh, essentially a miracle occur, mm-hmm. and that's quite interesting for his character, I think. And I think, like you know, undeniably, Saeed thanks him, and he doesn't really correct him and say, at the time, it wasn't really me, because Saeed doesn't really know what the hell has happened to him. But later on, Jack explains the situation to Saeed and it leads to some interesting conversations. Um, but what we mainly need to know is that Dogen is very worried that Saeed has come back to life because he categorically should not have done that. And as I've said before, to you before, dead is dead on the island. So we know something is up and amiss with all of this situation, right? Right. Okay. So he's a zombie. Well, you know, I, I, I'm not putting a name on it, but Saeed, <laughs> to test him, to test whether this is all, is it's all fucked, they take him away, and you really hated this. Um, yeah, the ones where he's like tortured. Yeah, they the torture gets tortured, and they, um, yeah, they poke po- pokers on him. They do like a weird test, um, but it turns out that they're actually like diagnosing him. They say. Uh, and the conclusion is that he's infected, which is obviously links back to Rousseau's team and stuff, right? And what she would say and whatnot. Uh, and we kind of do see Rousseau's team get infected through Jin's eyes, right? When they get pulled down into the temple with by the smoke monster and stuff, and then he comes back and yeah. So there's links. And there was there, the whole back of I the guess. plane that was like died from an infection, wasn't there? Uh, back of the plane. No, 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 no. They didn't die from an infection. I thought there was something going around back there with a few of them. They really? were just getting fucked up by the others. Okay. Absolutely murked by the others. Um. So yeah, basically, there's a pill, and Dogen wants Jack to give Saeed the pill. Uh. So when Saeed, when Jack goes to give him the pill, he. He doesn't know what, what's going to happen, obviously. And Saeed says, if you if you give me the pill and you think I should take the pill, I will take it. I trust you. And I kind of love that Saeed is honest in his, in his implicit trustness of Jack. I kind of, I really like that moment myself. That's the moment I like. Yeah. Yeah? I don't have anything to, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Yeah, you really didn't like any of this. Um, no, I did It's not that I didn't like it. I didn't, I, I don't mind that. I don't mind that, like, Saeed trusts Jack. Like, they're very good friends. You'd they hope. were, that's the thing, but like it, it, fractured friends, but they were friends, yeah, and I like it. He trusts him, he, he, he'll do it, he'll do what he says. I don't care who fix me. I only care about who I trust. So if you want me to take that pill, Jack, 
I'll do it. I just didn't like, I don't like, like, this whole thing of, like, we're going to torture this guy, but we're not going to tell him why, and we're not going to tell anyone else why, and we're just going to be, like, and then, you know, we, we kind of get, like, portions of information eventually. Throughout this episode, yes, yes, yes. And do. it's, like, that kind of, like, oh, what are you doing to him? Oh, let's go for another scene somewhere else. And then yeah. finally, like, the end of the next scene will be, like, oh we did a test and then it'll do something else. And then it's like, oh, he failed the test. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, what, what is going on? Just like, fuck. And, and we're like, we don't really know. I mean, we don't know for sure what they were testing, do we? Well, they were just diagnosing whether he was infected or not. And he is infected. And they gave him a pill, which was essentially going to kill him. And then Jack says, fuck it, I'm going to take the pill. And then they, obviously Dogen just runs, Heimlich's it out of him. And then that forces him, and that forces him to uh, to tell them to them what's going on. But when he explains, when Jack says, you know, this is a bit I have a problem with, and, and I'm like, I, I lost, I, it losses a lot better than this. I think is when uh, Jack says, "How do you know?" and all of this, and he says, "We know because it happened to your sister." Yeah. Which for me is just an attempt to tie the episode neatly together in a way that doesn't particularly make sense because I don't want to say anything really about Claire's future storyline in this show, but I just don't think this line rings true. This line didn't really work for me. I have to be honest. Rarely that lines don't work for me in life, but this one just didn't work for me. It didn't need it. And it, it like it sets up the final scene quite well, obviously, of of Jin getting caught by the others, running into a bear trap and then getting saved by crazy women in the jungle who is Claire, you know? Yeah. No, I I, I, I totally get it. I mean, what I mean though is like, we don't know, we know they're infected with something that's brought them both back to life. But we don't exactly know what and there's not really been any explanation there. And then the kind of like, I think my issue with the sister line was that you suddenly have to think like, ah, oh, where are we on this timeline? Is this Jack? Does he know that that's Claire? Does he know that? And then you kind of like, for me, I was thinking like, oh yeah, because this is the Jack who like he had five years off the island and then he did met her and then and then suddenly it's the end of the episode. I've forgotten what's happened because I was just trying to work out what Jack remembered and whether he could have pieced it all together. But also like, I mean, not, I mean, that's hyperbole, obviously, but like, you know, where, how, how does this other guy know about Jack's sister? Like, there's like three people who know about that. Yeah, but the Jack others know it all, don't they? They have like files and all sorts of shit. Like the old school others had files and stuff. So I, I can, I can, this belief for me, uh, I can extend it there. But for me, it just, it didn't need that line. Like, I think it would have like, they did it to set up the final scene effectively but i think it, it detracts from the final scene i think it would have been a lot better if they especially because claire had been in the flash sideways you know um i don't think it it needed the the setup line there i think the saeed stuff on his own he's infected and Saeed and jack's like what that's enough for me like oh god he's infected with something this isn't going to be good for saeed and hurley oh, yeah. himself calls him a zombie like you did and it was actually i think it was a running joke that there was like going to be a future season called the zombie season and like the fans loved it. So they kind of threw that line in there. A zombie that, Oh, is Saeed a zombie or not? Well, obviously he's not a zombie. I mean, he is, he died and then he came back to life. That's, 
That's like what a zombie is. Sorry, mate. Flipping uh, Christian Eriksen, the footballer, died on the pitch and came back to life. He's not a zombie. Debatable. Oh, come off it. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Christian Eriksen. Absolute hero of a man. Like back playing football now, I'm like, if that was me, I would never bloody, I'd never do anything again. It's not, it's not exactly quite the same because Saeed, like, are we really comparing Saeed and Lost to Christian? (laughs) (laughs) So great. All right, okay. Look, zombie or not zombie, he still, he still died and came back alive. Sure. And 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 now and now it's like he's infected with something. We're not sure what he's infected by. I'm presuming it's like just the island. I don't know. <laughs> but it's more, for me, it suggests like, yeah, you can't come back to life on the island. We've had that implicitly told to us. We thought it had happened with Locke. Well, it didn't happen with Locke. So this is like a big occurrence. But for me, it was the means of res- resurrection that we have to be worried about. Like think about what it was that brought him back to life. Okay. Well, I'm that presuming it's to, and stuff, you know. So presuming it's to do with with the other with with fake lock and and all that on happening on that side. There's definitely something you've not you're not picking up on, and I, I don't. I I think I'm surprised by it because you 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 make staggering calls all the time. It's good that you've not, but like I definitely something I've not, not picked up on. It. I don't know. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. I want to know. Well, you like, something... You've got a bloody way. I've got, I've got to at least have one reason for you to be excited to watch on. Jesus. Well, I'm trying to think now what I haven't picked up on. I probably am, what, like some fucking... I mean, I feel like it has to do with Jacob and the smoke monster and, 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 and that stuff. So Yeah, okay. No, you're on it then, really. I think there's 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 some stuff that, as as Saeed's story unravels, will, um, I'll bring some previous points to okay. your attention I think from like previous episodes but we should really I'm... delve into it all now because there are there's stuff to come with him okay I yeah I'm not sure if like has the spirit of Jacob entered Saeed and we're going to get some weird shit there but then because Claire's also alive what happened there like well you, okay so the last time we saw Claire was in the cabin with uh, with Christian Shepherd. yeah and then it blew up yeah, but that they they're probably gone then. They weren't in there. But it's when they told him to lock to move the island. That's the last time we see him. Say season four, end of season four. So well, I I kind of presume that Claire died, and that we're now seeing like the undead Claire. That's not that's that's not a thing. That's not a thing. No, okay. Claire is alive. Claire is alive because I think they have to make it clear that if someone does come up to life. For after being dead, as Syed has done, that is like a fuck. That, is, uh, that does not happen. Okay, like that I, is a thing that has only happened to Syed. But there was some weird shit that happened with Claire, where she was just like laughing in weird places and doing crazy shit. Uh, there was a theory going around, around that when the house blew up, that she was in, and when Kimi's people blew it up, that when she was saying Charlie and stuff, and everyone was like, "Oh, Syed, Syed Sawyer grabs her body and." That, that she had died here and then Miles was acting really weird with her and obviously Miles is a bit of a ghostbuster um, but like that that was all just theory that was all just theory then she started hanging out around with a dead man sure but that was like that was that was, that was my theory in my head that was like how it had played out uh, this is no, like this is I, I, where I, I totally it. thought it was going and this is like and the fact that she was hanging out with like Christian Shepherd and like just being 
a weirdo and living on her own and stuff like that and being out in the jungle. I mean, she's been away from everyone. She could have surely she could have found them or done something if she was just out there and alive. No? Well, no, because like she No. Why? Like... Why? <laughs> Why? Because that was like what, do you I was mean, gonna like, say like the, like, like the Dharma in the uh in what do you mean? Well, she just would have seen some other form of life somewhere or yeah. like met up, but she could have gone back to the camp, see everyone. Maybe she did. But everyone was gone then. <sighs> okay. All right. But I'm just saying, I thought Claire was dead. I totally thought she was dead. Did you and even the fact that? Yeah. And e- even the fact that like, they just said that his sister, Jack's sister, Claire, was infected with the same thing, right? That we've just been talking about. Yeah. And that thing brought Saeed back from the dead. And then we see Claire. I presumed that the infection thing had just brought her back from the dead. I see. So you thought that maybe she'd, she died and then she'd been brought back in similar means to Saeed. Yeah, I I was also presuming that the fact that like she was hanging out with Christian meant that she was and he was there because I kind of presumed like somehow his body had meant his spirit was there and therefore he could walk around. Yeah, but do do you not think that that Christian Shepherd was was what Locke is now? Um. The man in black. I didn't think Christian was the man in black, no. But now you said it, I guess that makes sense. I was always my read on it, man. And like, my reading it was that the man in black, at that moment, with Claire, when he convinces Locke to move the island, he's setting in motion a fucking plan that he... You know, you've got to bring them all back. He says to Locke just before he goes, you've got to bring them all back. Every single one of them. He's hoping there's going to be a loophole created, you know. He's setting in plan emotion, I think. I think I'm just finding it very difficult to buy that Claire has just been out there in the wilderness, just chilling. Uh, but Rousseau was. Yeah, but th- this is For Claire. For 16 years. This is Claire. Mate, we know Claire. If you were in the world for three years, you would just deal with it. I just feel like, well, I mean, the others obviously know her and that she's been infected with something. Yeah. So, so there's that. She's been a nuisance I, for them. Yeah. She's been causing traps, as we just learned. She's yeah, the exactly. new Rousseau, is what we're saying. Exactly. Anyway, should we talk about the flash sideways? Oh, I just uh, I feel like there needs to be something extra here with Claire. Now I'm in, now I'm way less excited for Claire to be here. Let me tell you. Okay, she might be dead. No, I we're done here. We're done. Deraven, sorry, not excited anymore. I was your number one fan. I'm really sorry. I feel bad here. I feel really bad. No, no, it's done. Okay, so in the flash sideways. Uh... There's a few little, to be honest, the storyline is weak. I mean, it's not the best. It's essentially, it consists of Kate 
obviously commandeering a taxi that Claire's in. The taxi driver pegs it at one point, which is fair enough, to be honest. Um, however, you, you, you're probably cheating yourself out of Hero of the Week if you get out of that car and run away and leave a pregnant <laughs> girl in, in it with a woman with a gun. You are not going to be Hero of the Week. Um, goes to uh, she, she, she drops Claire somewhere. Poor Claire doesn't even have time to get her bag. Um, flown all the way from Australia. Oh, I feel bad for her, to be honest. And then she, Kate goes to the mechanic to get her handcuffs off. Uh, Kate's so rude to everyone she comes across as well. She just screams his face. She's like, where's your tyre hammer? And he just like, looks at her <laughs> yeah. like... His face, his face expression is hysterical. The actor is great uh, in this role. Where's your tyre hammer? You got a problem. So do you. Kate then has a change of heart when she opens a bag and she realises that, you know, maybe she was quite hasty in leaving, letting Claire not take the bag and leaving her behind. So what does she do? She finds Claire, rolls up, and Claire just jumps right in. <laughs> and uh, she takes her to the uh, adoptive parents who never showed up at the airport. Turns Very out, upsetting, they, really. They, but yet, Claire's had, you know, traumatic experience, to be fair. Yeah. Because the adoptive parents broke up that morning, and even Kate's like, you you didn't think to maybe call or text, which is a fair question, to be honest. Um, and then long story short, when Claire is it's Claire's the stress of it all brings on a early labour or so we think it doesn't initially, but contractions. They go to the hospital, and Tom Cruise's cousins there, William Obama. You remembered him straight off, didn't you? Yeah, of course I did. It's cool because, like in in Lost Law, you know, in the uh, flashbacks, he is a surgeon and he helps deliver babies. So it makes sense that he's in the flash sideways, living this life on a not not when the iron doesn't exist, right? Yeah, and I mean, his biggest interaction in season one wasn't it like knocking out Claire essentially? Exactly, and the whole thing. There's some nods to it, and he says like, um, "What does he say?" He says, "Don't want to have to stick you with needles if I don't have to." Whereas that was all he was doing in the first season, taking little samples and things. Um, yeah, very different to his on-island counterpart is is Ethan here. Um, but it's it's exciting to see him and in this situation. And I think not to give anything away about future Flash Sideways, but there's a lot of fun to be had with this element. Yeah, it's fun little nods, like when he says about, you know, I don't want to have to stick you in needles if I don't have to, which is a nod to him actually doing literally that in season one a few times. And it's it's just fun to see how these supporting non-main characters, you know, non-survivors, how how they'd fare alongside those other characters in the real life with no island. And I don't want to give anything away about Future Flash Sideways, but that, for me, is where a lot of the fun comes from. So what he's saying is we're going to see Anna Lucia, police <laughs> officer, some stage. I'm just saying, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's time for nostalgia. Okay. I'm, it's time I'm for nostalgia. For you know? I'm all I'm saying is guest stars were very happy to get the call again. <laughs> okay? Yeah. We've seen Boone. We're yet to see yeah. Shannon. We have not Fine. seen Shannon. She'll be there. 
So we've seen Arts many times, and Froger, he's getting Sean Whalen was having a whale of a time. Sean Whalen was having a whale, whalen of a time. Anyway, so yeah, they're in the they're in the in the hospital, and Kate's there, probably thinking, "How the fuck am I here?" Plus, you know, you've raised a great point. The taxi's stolen. They pull up outside the hospital. There's police around. No one really. <laughs> it's quite unlikely. But anyway, the police do track Claire down. Kate's hidden it in the other It takes room. them a long while, though. It does. And when they're there, they're not exactly thorough. There's like a room <laughs> in the room. And Kate's just stood in there. And Claire's just like, yeah, no, it's fine. What? Yeah, whatever. And then they leave. And then Kate comes out immediately. If I was a policeman, I'd like leave the room. And then I'd be like, Whoa, open the door again quickly just to check if anyone had come out. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, none of that. I don't have time for that. Um, no. But yeah, Kate says she's innocent uh, to Claire, which I think is interesting because like, obviously Kate essentially is not innocent for the crime that they're hunting her down for in in the lost time. Like she, she did blow up the house her father was in. Obviously, we as viewers are like, yeah, he had it coming and stuff. But she is, she is an innocent. So it's interesting to wonder in this timeline where there's like a few changes, whether Claire, whether Kate actually is innocent or isn't. I didn't think that. Interesting. I can tell you now. I just thought, fucking hell, Claire, hurry up. Have the baby. Oh, wait, she's had the baby at this point. Just yeah. give the baby over to Kate. We know it's coming. Yeah, she because you think it's a fake, and then it's a real, and then she, 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 no, she doesn't have the baby here, does she? Well, I thought she's just had it. No, she Not doesn't the have the baby here. She shouts. Um, oh yeah, because it's like always oh, kind of come sixteen weeks early, and she's like, I don't want to have it, and then she's like, Aaron, where did that come from? Yeah, because <laughs> I do quite like. I I tell you what I do like about this sideways stuff. I do like the bits where it's kind of like. Like when she says Aaron and there's that like, we, we know. Yeah. But then there's also a kind of, do they know? Like there's a little bit of like. Yeah. I think as well, there's a moment of Claire, of Kate, sorry, when she says the name where Kate's like a little bit. And there's also another little bit I want to draw your attention to where, and I think G. Kino's music does does quite well here, where um, like where Kate is in the taxi at the beginning and then she's trying to get away, like the taxi driver's trying to get away. And she looks and she sees Jack from afar. And then she kind of looks at him for a bit long and the music goes a bit like, and then it's like back to it. And I know she'd met, she'd kind of like bumped into Jack before, but it's almost like, a, I don't know. Do you read anything into that? Yeah, I guess it's like a maybe... A ripple effect from one timeline to another or something like that see this is where it reminded me of matrix resurrections because okay. they kind of have a bit of that and where where they're like in the where they're not sure like there's like there's this world where they've lived in but they're not sure and they're rubbing up against rubbing shoulders with each other and stuff that's an interesting comparison yeah i can see that that's that that specifically reminds me. The flash sideways reminds me specifically of 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 what Lana Wachowski was doing there a little bit. Love persevering, like well, in what was that from? One Division. Yeah, I like that show. I like that show too. Very Definitely show. best of the Marvel ones, wasn't it? 
Oh, apps without a shadow of a doubt. Actually, I didn't mind Hawkeye. Yeah, it was it was an it was a nice show for Christmas. It was fine. I'm really there done with those no, movies I'm, I'm and shows. Just, yeah, you can tell from Marvel. Just like no. Yeah, I know you are. Podcasts on Marvel TV shows, unless it's One Division, I do that. There's not, there's not. William Apother as Ethan is not the only returning cast member here. Um, and I would ask you to guess um, who it was, but it's actually non impossible. But um, the admitting nurse at the hospital is played by Tanya Kahali Kahal. I don't know how to say her name. Okay. Tan- Tanya Kahal, and she played Aaron's nanny in Eggtown in season four. She's got a very small role, but again, Tanya probably loved getting the call. Yeah, Tanya. Well, good, nice to have you back, Tans. <laughs> Tans. Um, Tans. Oh, and the awkward whale that uh, Claire has for Aaron. Yeah, do you know that little bag Claire's put together is actually very cute, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's, it's really cute. It's nice. I can see why you know Kate had a change of heart. She's supposed to be on the run. She can't even do that properly. She's like, okay. got to help this person out. I just don't, I feel like part of me, do, I don't know, doesn't quite, I, I, the only reason I can buy that Kate would kind of go back and help her yeah, is, is because I feel like there's the ripple effect of the other timeline having an effect. Because otherwise, I do feel like this version of Kate who's just like fucking stolen a taxi and told this woman to just like get out of here and all this stuff. I'm like, I'm not sure even if she saw, and you know, approaches a guy who's like just getting on with his day with a gun and is just like, you know, get these cuffs off of me. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure she would have turned around and been like, I will help you. I disagree. I feel is... like pre Iron Kate would have done that. Okay. I just, I don't know, man. You don't, do you? I I do feel it. I do. For some reason, there was something about, she, uh, she, I like, yeah, I don't know. I, there's something telling me that she would have done it. I feel like, okay. I feel like Pre-Iron Kate would have, she would have driven, she would have gone back and driven past Claire, but she would have thrown the bag out to Claire and gone, (laughs) there's your stuff. And then just, and then just kept going. I think she would have said, there's your stuff a bit nicer than that. <laughs> there's your stuff. No, we're like, there's your stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I feel stuff. like she would. She was always getting herself into sticky situations. Look at what she did with Cassidy. You know, she was helping Cassidy out. Remember Cassidy? There's your stuff. Look after the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Goodbye. Also, the police call her uh, Joan Hart, which is the name and alias she used in Born to Run back in season one. Callback. Obviously, it makes sense. Where's her little metal plane? Joan Hart because of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but it's Joan Hart. Where's what? A little metal plane. Yeah, I bet you were glad I didn't show up. Well, is I mean, it could show up because well, that's we're, the thing. It is actually it's on the plane. It will be on. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> it will be with the marshal. So her running away is actually running away from the plane. Wow, it's a good point. This is unless the plane doesn't exist you. in this timeline. Oh, okay. That's we're going too far into it now. There's a few. I, things the plane exists. Talk. The plane is her constant. We know that. The plane is her constant. <laughs> it's definitely not your constant, Jesus. There's a few <laughs> things I want to kind of talk about with the alternate with the this alternate reality. Okay. 
it's not actually alternate. So like, they don't, the writers, Damon and Khan, don't think, don't view this as an alternate. They both, they view both realities as equally real. And that these timelines will eventually reconcile and the interrelation between them will be understood, which is what you need to keep telling yourself. Yeah. Um, this is in the, the podcast they did at the time, by the way. Um, the bombs detonation. It's probably because they were worried about people like me being like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. In the last season, yeah. Damon. Yeah, irritants. Concentrate. Irritants like you. <laughs> <laughs> rain, my bloody, what was it? Rain clouds. Now listen, <laughs> they're worried about rain clouds, man. They don't have to worry about sunshine like me, but rain clouds like you, poor. Uh, no, just because you're a man of faith, you just have unwavering faith. It's not unwavering. Uh, like, I'm tested. I take leaps of faith. <laughs> yeah, I am just look. I'm just putting it down from a practical perspective of if they did an alternate react, like, uh, oh, look what could have been, and it didn't lead to anywhere. Which, you know, at the moment, there aren't any signs that it's going to lead to somewhere. You know, if if that was the case, everyone would feel entirely unsatisfied. So the fact yeah. that they've, like, gone, like, don't worry about it, lads. We're looking after it. You're in yeah. safe hands. Yeah. I'm like, sure. But I need, I need, I still need a little summon summon, you know? If only you knew Damon would go on to do, to do leftovers and Watchmen, you'd be like, fine. <sighs> yeah, but Leftovers and Watchmen are like a different beast to this, aren't they? They're like very tightly knit series with... Yeah, like, but you know, Lost, Lost c- couldn't be that because of the network. We know this. We know this. And I, it's like... What? You know this. You know, know this. this. I know this, Jacob. I know this. We know Jacob. this. So the writers allude to the bomb's detonation as causing a butterfly effect, which accounts for the numerous changes in the Flash Sideways timeline. This is also related to why the island is underwater. And some homework for you. Damon and Carlton want Jack Shepard, IRL, to ask about the implications of what would happen as a consequence of the bomb's explosion, such as whether Widmore would still host a race around the world and whether Desmond would still train in that stadium, etc., etc. It's basically implications of other people's storylines that aren't flight a15's characters hence why desmond's like on the plane well desmond's on the plane yeah but would he still yeah. be would he still be you know would widmore still be a thing and things like that you should be able to enjoy the flash side yeah sorry desmond's a bad example but you know what i mean like uh i guess uh <laughs> desmond, the one example you used that's a bad yes. example that one. okay Wait, benjamin, who, who else benjamin, linus, benjamin linus well about yeah but benjamin was on the eye well, I guess so. The the island is never exist. there. So the guess... doesn't exist. So, what would Ooh. Ben be doing in this world? You know that kind of thing. He's probably. I mean, what would he be doing? Go on, have a guess. I think. Um, PE teacher. <laughs> Creepy PE teacher. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Definitely not PE. Maybe chemistry, like chemistry teacher. Okay, that's your guess. Just a bit, bit weird. I, he's definitely not going to be doing that. He's going to be like. He's going to be working at one of like Hurley's chicken shops or something. <laughs> you should be able to enjoy the flash sideways for their own merits and getting to learn about the characters all over again a second time. They also say. I don't want to learn about them a second oh, sh- time. I've learned about them the first time. And here's the clincher. <laughs> it's like, I could, it just could have come out of my mouth. 
You have to be patient to find out the stakes of the sideways stories and why they matter. I want to I, that I, one I want to write that one on bloody lipstick on your mirror, mate. <laughs> listen, I'm just saying, I reckon if and when we speak to Mr. Damon Lindelof, I would be very interested to see whether he would have approached this in the same way. Because I do not think any of his other shows have had that kind of like, oh, we're really just going to like, we, we know people are that invested where they, they will just come along anyway. You know, I wonder if he thinks like, especially the response season six did have in the end. Yeah. Which I believe, I haven't read into it because I'm not an idiot and I don't want spoilers, but yeah, it wasn't exactly the best received finale and stuff like that. I would be interested to see if they would have put maybe like more breadcrumbs, even at this stage. I know these are early days, but I do feel like you kind of need a little, a little summon summon. I'm going to say again, you need that little breadcrumb, that little, little breadcrumb just to, just to be like, Jack, here's a little. Relying too much on um, the, the viewers loving the characters. Yeah, because I don't think I I have no. This is not that interesting to me right now. Yeah, like, this... I really, I really, I really like these characters, Jacob. You know I do. I know you do. You know I'm. You know I, I do very much, very, very enjoy this show, and I like them all, and I, I want to see them all very happy. But <laughs> I don't need to like get this like alt reality. Like this isn't really doing much for me right now. Well, frankly, all, there are bits of it that do. Like, I, I like seeing Jack and Locke, and I like that. Like, when yeah, they see, have their see, little chat listen, scene. That, that scene is emblematic of what this can be. And I think this episode, don't, my advice would be don't use it as a, a, um, a template of what to expect coming up. This is a, this is a weak episode of Lost. This, by, by my own admission, this is a weak episode of Lost. And I don't think you should judge this season on this episode because it does get a hell of a lot better okay so that's that's all i'll say but i hear i hear what you're saying i hear it mate i'm not it's not falling on deaf ears no 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 oh no i would just be i would be <laughs> oh. i would be interested to see if they would do it differently just like you know as perhaps more mature storytellers now especially you know oh, that's the two of them question, i, I guess know. i mean it, 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 i'd like to, i'd just love to know how if you imagine doing this show for a different network could you have done it could it have been a successful did you need the amount of episodes you did like in the i know they probably didn't want them at first but are they happy they did in the end and stuff like that these are questions we shall ask when we do have damon on the podcast one day well the time is coming i think it's getting the time is coming up um I yeah. Think well these are i feel like i feel like also they weren't expecting two guys to like talk for like an hour, over an hour about Especially this specific about episode as well. Season six, episode three. To be honest, mate, I didn't even think we'd do that today. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone them, however many years ago, you know. Um, but but we've done it. We always, I've always we've found over... ones that we both don't love that much. We always end up having quite a quite a fun old chat, actually. I think it's to understand like why we're not so keen on it because like I do, I mean, you obviously just love it anyway, 
but there's and I and I do very I do love it a lot as well but it's like trying to work out like well why didn't this episode work for me it's probably just you know there was so many kind of like like the flash sideways doesn't work because it just just doesn't add doesn't add anything to like even like Kate and Claire's relationship or the circumstances around it particularly um you know it doesn't I think like the flashbacks always added to the story because you were coming to like learn about someone like even 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 the plane was like learning about what Kate Whoa. did Whoa. in the past. Whoa. Whoa. But but this is like, I don't feel like I'm like learning about the character in any like meaningful way at the moment. That's, you I know, and, fun. and the, I, I, hate the to say, I think it's fair that you say like you, you yeah, that's why that sister line is an attempt to kind of bring it a little bit. Mm. link it in i think like tie 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 the the three things together that go on in this episode and i think it's a bit clunky i think that's probably a good word for the episode isn't it it feels like a bit of a bit of a clunky like not space filler but we are kind of getting to a place where it's like we're learning a bit more about saeed they wanted to put in the fact that like there is an infection yeah and that like you know, and the the Jack and Saeed push pull, like I'm in, I'm into that I relationship. Guess, I guess you've all, the, the big fact is there's no Locke and Ben or Man in Black and Ben and Co. You know that it, it misses that because we've we've definitely both agreed that that is yeah. right now the, the the most fun, interesting, scary, atmospheric aspect of this season. So to not have it in this episode, it's missing. It's missing. Yeah, and or even like what we were saying about like Kate and gin and soya on the island yeah like again it's kind of like we're getting to a place where it's just like kate's chased Sawyer now she's like kind of having to reckon with the fact that like you know he lost the love of his life and he's just not interested in you kate get over it yeah we're done here we're done the the yeah. line in the sand has been drawn that's there you know and the more interesting story is gin and son yeah. you know and, well, and that's therefore, one, one, one of a few prongs of interesting stories, I think. I think the key is, and I would hope that it becomes a thing they do in, from the next episode onwards, is, is integration now. I think these a lot of these characters have been like mm-hmm. kept apart in their own separate storylines for so long now. It's been very much a show of, of two sides, um, you know, separated by time. But now yeah. there's no time separating them. So let's like let's get everyone kind of integrated a bit more now. Let's shake it up a bit. Um, yeah. And I, I think I think, I think they, they know this personally. And I think this episode is an emblematic of of what's to come. I'm not going to be uh, dicking on every episode the way I'm dicking on this one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I think like I think it. I, you know, a lot of it is. I mean, there's also that feeling that this is the last season. So you want everything to be like super tight and you want everything to really like matter because you know that the end's end is nigh. And so when you so when you see Kate being get out of here, Kate. You're done. You're done. So is it a stretch (laughs) to say that Kate is your villain of the week? It's not a stretch. I'm trying to think of anyone more villainous. Um, well, the guy who I runs mean, away from the taxi the taxi driver, he leaves a poor pregnant girl. 
But then I guess he could then alert the police maybe about license plate and stuff. I don't know. He's not here at the week. Let's put it that way. All right. He's here at the week. Yeah. What if it's Ethan here? I mean, I love the shout. I don't think it's like, you know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't rush on with like putting this baby out of her. Oh, mate. I think, I think Ethan is the hero of the week. I tell you what though, as well, I've got the perfect villain. Oh, wait. I was going to say maybe hero, another hero. We haven't spoken about him too much, but it could actually be Jack. What for taking the pill and being all. Yeah. Yeah, But like, Like he was like, uh, he was like, I'm not going to take, you know, he could have given it to Saeed. He could have given in, you know, my, my, I feel like my frustration is probably the same as Jack, where Jack just wants the information and everyone's just being a little like twat about it. And there's John Lennon there. And you're just like, fuck (laughs) off John Lennon. Tell me. I think yeah, that would really did throw me off. I would honestly have asked him as well, like, are you modeling yourself on John Lennon? No one's asked him that, and I think, and his name's Lennon. <laughs> I think that is something that, like, you would do. Charlie would be all over it. But, like, if I was Jack, instead of, like, making that stand and taking the pill and all that, I would have just, like, I don't know, gone for a wee or something, put it on the floor, stamped on it, rubbed it into, like, the shrubbery, and gone back. I'm like, yeah, I gave it to him. Yeah, but you don't know how they're going to react to that because they could be like, oh, nothing happened. We're going to have to like shoot him or something. And then <laughs> it could be even worse. So you just, you don't know. I This is why I got a lot of time for him. Like, you know, I feel like, you know, this is, this could be Jack on the redeeming path. Like, you know, that was, I, that was, that was good, Jack. I like that. I, it's, th- who knew? Who knew? I like I the idea, but reaction. I do think we need to give our doctors and our, our, our pregnancy doctors, uh, a bit of bit of love, so I'm gonna say Ethan. I'm gonna stick with Ethan. Okay, I I will probably stick with Ethan as well. You've sold me now. No, you've pulled the. We should pay respect to our, you know, and, to and, medics and stuff. And to the medics. Can't disagree and I like with that. Play on words of sticking because he does mention the word stick in regards to needles. Oh, there you go. Perfect villain, and I know you're going to not not disagree with me. Is the the the, the husband of the woman who's going to adopt the baby who just left her that, that morning. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Villain, villainous baby, <laughs> and she's. I know she's sad and all, but maybe call the woman who's bringing you the baby from Australia. I have more sympathy for her because you know she has she, just been like jilted. You know, yeah, yeah. You're she's in a she's an emotional she's in an emotional place. She thought she was going to get a Look, whole family. I hope I'm never in this position. However. I would like to think, however sad you are, you'd think, shit, I will call. But yes, okay, devil's advocate. But the husband, straight up villain. Yeah, he's, I mean, she's still villainous, but he's more villainous, you know? The only reason they're villains is because the man in black isn't in this one. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only time anyone else can, like, sneak through the cracks. When he's not around. When he's not around, bloody smoky isn't around. This was fun. I enjoyed it. And I want you to fit, know that it, it gets it gets better, man. It gets it gets it gets good. Yeah, I'm I like I'm still I'm still in. We're only three episodes in. <laughs> I know, you know, I know, I know. We are we're gonna hit the hit the ball get the ball rolling with some fun ones soon. Definitely. Yeah. I we've just gotta talk, you know, we've got to pan out this podcast time. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we love it. It's great. <laughs> Where can people find you they can 
they can find me on on social media at at the at, at Jack J Shepherd on on social media. If you, you want, we've had anyone ever follow? ever follow us like off us saying it. They go, oh, no, I'll type that in right absolutely now. Absolutely not. I think people have stopped listening now. I think they go, no, this well, we're we, done here. Ben never They're... got in touch with us about the thing that we put message for him. Well, he definitely doesn't listen. I mean, I mean, do you listen to his podcast? Sometimes. Yeah, so so do I. I'm going to say. <laughs> so so I don't know why he didn't message us. You're such a bastard. <laughs> Why didn't he message us? Oh, rude. He will when he gets around. He's a busy lad, mate. He's a busy lad. Okay? He's not as busy as some of us who are, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something we do that he doesn't do. I don't know. Has he seen Jackass forever? I don't know. (laughs) Probably will have. But I have. Podcast is out. I don't know. Maybe not. He probably has. I, by the way, is that film called Jackass forever or just forever? Just forever. It should but be it is forever. The fourth one. Yeah. No? I think that's the idea, but they also didn't want to do like a clunky four. Oh, fair ever. enough. Because that okay. would also look shit, wouldn't it? Also, it's a very good film, if ladies and gentlemen who are listening. I'm about to go and see it. Like, you, you, I, I, the gift horses. I know. I'm, I'm not even I'm sponsored by them. You're not even sponsored <laughs> by Johnny Knoxville. You surprised not Johnny me. Knoxville just giving me a tenner. <laughs> just God, t- <laughs> tell him. Tell everyone you like Hell, it. <laughs> I've not seen an Alto level one. It's great if, although incorrect title. For a tenner? Forever. For a tenner? Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's so cheap. Me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Nothing will change. Well, look, if anyone does want to like, tap tap into the phone and follow me, I'm on Jacob underscore Stoll, S-T-O-L. And we uh, if are... you If you can, you can blackmail Jacob for the follow, just say, <laughs> you, get him to follow you back and say, I'll give you a give you a tenner for the follow. Hold That's on, how hold much on, a follow on, from on, Jacob on. is. You have to pay me a tenner to follow me. That's it. I'm not paying anyone a tenner here. <laughs> you have to pay them a ten to follow oh, them. I'll follow for them to follow you. That makes me sound big headed. I don't want that. I'll follow you for free. But You're... if you want me to do anything for a tenner, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> w- within reason, obviously. Uh, just to just to qualify that. Where can people find us? At Jacob Stallworthy. <laughs> See, see you behind the Wendy's. Ten quid. Um, <laughs> where can they find at Lost Boys Pod? Is us mutually? That is us. Yeah, t- yeah. T- together. So, um, what Kate does, we now know that. And I just want to say, what does she do? I don't wait. What was what was it? She does. It's like she does. She she exists. This is what Kate does next. You know, blah. It's like a yeah, play it on wasn't like the, the, the flash sideways. But I'm going to drop a little a little bomb for you to end the podcast. I just want to know what she's really doing. What's she do? This is the last Kate-centric episodes of the series. Hallelujah. I'm not against that. Yeah, good. Fine. <laughs> done. We're done here. We're done. We're we're moving on with the show. This is why we should just we should have just cracked on with the next episode straight after this one. Just been like it's done. No, we There's had nothing to, do. to talk Instead, about. We speak about this for a bloody hour and twenty minutes. Sure. Yeah. No, we had we had lots to say, mate. We had lots to say. Clearly, chomping at the bit. When else can <laughs> we ever talk about this stuff ever? Anyway, that's the end of the podcast, and that is what Kate did. Oh, he's been storing that one up <laughs> all episode. He's been thinking about it. That's what she did. You don't understand. I'm going back to the temple. Yeah. Right. It looks like he's alone. 
Maybe we should take him back. Or maybe we didn't find him alive. Although, no. We can't. He's one of them. He may be one of them. Oh, hey! Where are you going? Ah! <laughs> 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 <laughs>